0: Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of the Starkville Daily News, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond now get ready for thunder and lightning this is thunder and lightning here on super talk mississippi brian haydad and joel t coleman Woo. did you just do the adam cole baby bay over there ah or was it the rvd well rvd is too that's true that was that was that was that was the boom right there i'll tell you what it was what's that It was
1: the joel t coleman
0: okay i can live with you that
1: know, I, i've got my own
0: you got your own thing Try. All right, then. I mean, I'm stealing from everybody else and claiming it as my own. The woo. Yeah. Or can I steal the thumb point? Yeah, for I guess. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you're getting podcasts from. We appreciate everybody tuning in, especially our great service men and women across the globe taking care of us. And all of our medical personnel taking care of us here at home. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse. We want to remind you that just because you're quarantined doesn't mean you have to be caffeine teened. I, I I keep trying to make that word work. I don't know if it's working yet. I don't know if it's taken. Uh, it's not sitting well with me. C- caffeine
1: teened. Caffeine
0: teened. No?
1: no. No. Okay. No. You know what? I'll 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 go back to the drawing board. Get back in the lab. I mean, me I, I think I would go something more along the lines of you're quarantined, but you don't have to be caffeine free. I mean, I know that doesn't quite hit, but it's better than caffeine teened.
0: I think. Mine at least shows some creativity. My God. I guess. They're awful. I
1: guess. But I, I just want people to understand what we're saying. They get it. They get it.
0: And you can get it when you go to Strange Brew Coffeehouse. <laughs> you can go to the drive-thru at Highway 12 or on University Drive. You can head over to the walk-up window and get those incredible drinks that you're looking for. And, of course, if you need some provisions, bread, milk, Toilet paper, whatever it is, got you taken care of over there at Strange So please keep supporting our local businesses here in Starkville. And across across the state, one of the great local businesses that we do business with here on this show is College Corner. They want you to shop online at collegecornerstore.com. They've got a new deal for you. Not only are you still getting 25% off of anything you order baseball-related. just put baseball in the search bar, and you're good to go. They are also doing a very special offer right now where they're going to give you 30% off any gift card purchase. Hmm. So... You can go to their Facebook page for the link, or you just go to collegecornerstore.com and type gift card in the search bar- box, and now you can get a $100 gift card for $70. bucks. i am trying to see if we can cheat the
1: system here. That's what I'm... I'm I can can so, it be done? I don't know. So you could buy a $100 gift card for $70. Right. And then, and then all of a sudden you have $100. Right. And then you could go buy some of the 25% off stuff. Right.
0: That's a good deal. I so, mean... You know, we're gaming the system a little bit, but... It's worth your time. So, and of course, those gift cards make great gifts. I guess you know, and of course, you can use them when when the stores open back up. If you want to go in and take a look at the merchandise and everything, it's right there for you when they get opened back up. I've
1: done that in town before. There was a certain business that is not a sponsor, but I Mm -hmm. enjoy their enjoy them.
0: Yeah, and uh, their 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 business.
1: uh, Indeed, it is a fantastic place to eat. Gamed them. And uh, they used to do, I think, half-off gift cards or something like that. Uh-huh. And I would go get gift uh, cards. I see where you're getting. And I would keep them for me. That's,
0: it's smart. Yeah. I'm going to tell a story when we get done with the sponsors here of how I gamed the system one time for, for work. Uh, but anyway, collegecornerstore.com, 25% off any baseball or 30% off any gift card purchase. Our friends over at Advantage Business Systems want you to know that with 45 years of experience here in the state of Mississippi, there is no question they cannot answer about how to help your business out. If you're trying to get guys set up remotely, if you want to set up your virtual meetings, they have the technology to get that done for you. So, give them a call today, 844-833-6245, or visit them online at absms.com. 45 years of doing business here in the state, doing business with Mississippi State, and they have the specials, on, they have things on special right now to get devices to your remote workers. Remember, that Advantage Business Systems helps your business Do business. All right, before we get into anything MSU related, I game the system. Okay. So when I was back with Papa John's, they ran a promotion that said if you sold gift cards, you could get a bonus. So what I did was every time somebody came in and bought a pizza, I would ring up a gift card and then use that gift card to pay for the pizza. Yes, you 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 game the system. I game the system, I got, and I got a nice bonus out of it. I remember my boss going, "How did you do that?" I was like, "Well, let me tell you what I did." And he was like, "I'm going to tell everybody to do that." <laughs> and he, everybody ended up getting a bonus. Yeah, I totally gamed the system. It was worth it. Was worth it though. Uh, we have, we have sports to talk about today. That is exciting. We've got. Uh, we will do the greatest bulldog bracket. Next round, we got our first four guys into the uh, Sweet 16, and then we've got uh, the next second round matchups to preview. Uh, We've got a recruitment, a little recruiting to talk about. But Mm -hmm. tonight Mm -hmm. is the NFL. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Hadn't played it in a while, I don't think. Oh, that hadn't been too long.
0: We had the the basketball kid, Anderson Garcia, like last week. Uh, But that said, uh, the NFL draft is tonight. Don't expect any MSU guys tonight, which is huge. I was thinking about, you know, especially on Sports Talk, when you had not only the three state guys, but you thought at least two of the Ole Miss guys were going in the first round, and they none of them ended up going, but into the going into the draft, we all thought A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf were probable first-rounders and maybe Greg Little as well. And now this year, I mean, it's it's really bad for Ole Miss. I, I have read a bunch of previews. The only guy they, they think is getting drafted from Ole Miss is Benito Jones. Benito Jones. For state, I see anywhere, you know, five, six, seven guys, just depending on where you look. None of them in the first round. It, the consensus seems to be the first bulldog off the board is either going to be Willie Gay or Cam Dantzler. If you had to guess, who do you think it's going to be? Uh, seems like to
1: me in recent days, it seems like maybe it's just because I've read more on Willie, mm-hmm. but I feel like Willie has maybe eclipsed Dantzler. So I might go Willie today, but had you asked me that question a week or two ago, I don't, for whatever reason, I kind of maybe it's because I built him up in my own head, mm-hmm. but I always just kind of assumed it'd be Cam. Yeah, Um. Probably, if you made me bet, I'd still say Cam, but I'm not confident in that.
0: It just depends on where you look. It really does. One mock draft will have Willie Gay. One mock draft will have Cam Dantzler. I think Cam Dantzler is a little bit more of what you know, and Willie Gay is a little bit more of what you think you can get. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, because there's just not a lot of film on Willie. Yeah. You know, and there's there's some there's some off the field there's some there's some check marks there. You know there there's you know be say what you want about. You know, I don't think NFL teams really care who cheats in college, but I do think they care about you know character and being part of a, a, a system that was designed to you know produce academic fraud. That's it doesn't matter. there's no way to slice it otherwise, right? And then everything that happened at the end of the year with with him and Schrader, which nobody knows the truth. I, I assume the NFL teams know the truth, or they at least know what Willie told them. Mm-hmm. But my guess is they have reached out to Moorhead. Yeah, and some of those guys, and said, "Look exactly what happened," and have gotten the true story, and
1: we'll never know on that. We'll never but, know
0: unless, unless one day Willie Gay or Garrett Trader just decides to tell us.
1: But it certainly feels like since there was no, you know, game punishment for Willie that, what somebody must have viewed what he did as either not that bad or. I don't know. I, I don't want to... I guess I don't want to go too far down that road of just assuming I know I, I what have, happened. But it yeah. kind of seems like somebody must have thought that Willie wasn't... Willie may have been in the right.
0: I, or, or Maybe or not least, in the right. Not but, in the right, but... Not in the wrong. That he, you know, they it, could see why was, he did it. It was wrong to strike your teammate, but maybe it wasn't wrong to lash out. Maybe you were pushed to And we're way. doing a lot of assuming. A lot you know? of... This is all... It's all speculation. We don't know anything for yeah. sure. Let's get back to the draft, though. Um... Uh, the most recent one I saw was from CBS Sports. They had Willie Gay, uh, yeah, they had Willie Gay going to the Chiefs with the thirty-first pick of the second round, and then Danceler going with the eighteenth pick of the third round to the Cowboys. Um, the other names you are going to hear: Daryl Williams, who to me, if you said pick one guy that you feel the most confident could be a good pro, Daryl Williams is that guy. Mm-hmm. Now he might be a late 6th round pick at this point, but he just seems like a guy I can plug in early in his career. In the middle of the offensive line, and yeah. I'll be really good. Anywhere. Versatile. Yeah. yeah. Tyree Phillips has got a lot of buzz right now. I mean, offensive tackles are always going to be at a premium. He's got the big frame, long arms. They seem to really like him. <coughs> Excuse me. And then you have Brian Cole and Chauncey Rivers, who just depending on what mock draft you look at, they're either getting taken or they're not. Uh, I think both of those guys will be doing well to be sixth-round picks, likely seventh-round picks. Everybody else will be on the free agent, you know. For Rod Green, Steven you think Rivers Guidry. is more likely than Cole. I think Cole is more likely than Rivers huh. because Cole gives you a little versatility. I think special can play, teams, special teams. I think he can play corner. I think he can play safety. Uh, you know, and in, in, in today's game, people who can cover passes are, yeah. are, are at a premium. So if you said one of those two guys is going to get drafted, who would you pick? I would probably pick Brian Cole, baby. So. Uh, just, you know, looking at this, these guys, I think Willie Gay is going to be a really good pro. I think he is a guy who just, he didn't, I'm not saying he wanted to go straight to the NFL from high school, but he did not, the college experience really wasn't for Willie Gay. It's pretty obvious when you look at, at how his career played out. But there's no questioning the talent he had. Mississippi State was immeasurably better defensively when he played. I mean, the four games that he played were the four best defensive games State played all year. Um, there's, there's no, there's no doubting that. He's a little bit. I don't, I don't want to make this comparison
1: and say that the two guys are alike, but there are components to to having Willie Gay on the field that were there, like when Dak was on the field. Like, Ooh. well, I'm just saying. I, like, I know what
0: you're trying to do. Here, well, I, wow. I'm just saying
1: that like everyone around him seemed to to have more energy, mm-hmm. and everyone around him seemed to play just a touch harder. I'm not saying it was to the level of which everybody seemed to to just jail when Dak was on the field. I'm not saying it's to that level, but it did seem like there was a an intensity and an effort to MSU's defense when Willie was on the field as opposed to when he wasn't.
0: Certainly not the leader. I would think.
1: No, uh, uh, and, and again, I know that I'm treading dangerous territory by mentioning the two in the same sentence, but would you agree that State defensively, as a whole, the entire group, just looked different when Willie played as opposed to when he didn't? No, I would definitely agree with that. And that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I got Like, you. for whatever reason, it seemed like he made the tide rise a little higher. Yeah, you know, I, I, no, I don't...
0: I don't I don't uh, disagree with you at all. That's an it's just an interesting uh, comparison though, would not one that I never would have made. So that's I, I like it. You're making me think. I like. Well, that.
1: you know what, Brian?
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: why we're a good team.
0: Yeah, uh, Dan-
1: I, I, I'm I'm kind of like Willie and Dak. I make you better. No, no question. <laughs>
0: uh, Dansler is a very safe pick to me. I think he showed week in and week out in the SEC he could cover elite receivers. Now he had the bad combine uh, yep. and did not run well. I know he did his pro day thing, but I mean, come on. We're talking about a hand timed outdoors. I mean, I'm not going to buy too much. And I don't think NFL teams are going to go, oh, well, never mind. He ran 4 3 8. Okay, sure. That's not going to be the case. Um, but the, the film, I'm a big believer in film. You know, and what you do in, in shorts is great and all, but who cares? You know, what What matters is when when you match Cam Danceler up against good receivers, he, for the most part, locked them down. Mm hmm. Um, I think he'll be a very I think he's going to be a good pro. He's got the right size. He's taller too and in this day and age of receivers continuing to get bigger 6'4 6'5, you need somebody who can go up there with him and he's got the length and the frame to do that. I think he's going to be a good pro.
1: Yeah. Um He always kind of had a little bit of the John Banks comparison here, mm-hmm. right? Um, do you think he can be a better pro than John Banks? And if so, why? Because That's a good question um, I, I, and, and that didn't knock banks i mean he just after winning the Thorpe and all i don't know that he had the pro career that i thought he would have you know and and, no, no, and, and no, no. i just wonder with cam i mean he he's always kind of had those comparisons you know what what makes you think he could be better than, than what what
0: banks did um i mean that's a good question um just just my my first thought is i think he's a little more I, a little more naturally talented than, than banks was um I think I think he's you know, I think he's might be a little even at four five eight he might be a little bit faster than banks was um I don't know i, I, I see see you... again you've made a really good thought-provoking question there uh but for me I I think dancer can be a better pro I don't I don't know why I think this is it may just be like an eye test thing for me uh, not that banks had you know looked bad out there but I feel like Dancler's just a little bit more complete. Yeah.
1: I just, I've, I've always seen the two as comparable mm-hmm. when they were wearing maroon and white. Very special. And so I, I just, I wonder if if they might have similar style pro careers to where Dantzler, you know, not not that he doesn't contribute because, I mean, Banks had some had yeah. some moments. Um,
0: I don't know. So what we're saying could, is Maurice he, Smitherman's about to be a huge, great pro.
1: <laughs> he could be.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Anyway, I, I mean, I, I'm with you, though. For whatever reason, I think Dantzler can be a good pro, but I don't know why I necessarily think that whenever I've always made the John Banks comparison. And, I mean, I don't know that Banks had anything that you would distinguish as a very memorable pro career. No. So I don't I don't know why I think that Dantzler could be different when I've always kind of seen him as the same. And that isn't to knock either guy. It's just that thought goes through my head when I'm trying to, to build a case for Dantzler to be a... A really good pro, which I again I think he can be, but I don't know why I think he can be. When I've yeah. always compared the two, is similar.
0: That's an interesting, uh, an interesting comparison. You're on a roll today. Keep it going. Um, and then of the next group, like I said, I think Daryl Williams is probably the best best option there. Uh, I think that he, you know, obviously from an off the field perspective, you're getting the full package there. He's a guy that he can be a leader for you. Um, I think he's got the right attitude, and that he is just nasty on the field. Uh, He plays with a chip on his shoulder. I'll use some cliches here. He's versatile. You can get him at center or either one of the guard positions. Good head on his shoulders. That
1: counts for something.
0: Yeah, he's a smart guy. Uh, Not afraid to take blame. Not afraid to take responsibility for things. Uh, Always looking to improve. Every time we talked to him, he talked about he he had to get better and had to do better. I like Darrell Williams. I think that he is a guy that if we come back, if we're still doing this podcast, God willing, in 10 years, we could come back and say Darrell Williams is a guy who made some Pro Bowls and has been a solid pro.
1: Wouldn't surprise me. No. And and in some ways, I think I I almost said in some ways, I think he he might be the the sneak the sneaky guy of, of all of them mm-hmm. that we could look back and say he was the most valuable of, of any of the ones that get drafted. No, you're not wrong. Uh, of any of this group of Bulldogs yeah, this agree. this
0: year, I agree. Have you bro? Have you gotten yourself prepared for the fact that the Dolphins are going to take Justin Herbert and not Tua? No, no. You, you, am I going to hear a a scream? About 8.45 tomorrow night. Of just Why?
1: We, we tanked for Tua. We didn't start sucking for Justin. I don't know. That's, if not, that, 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 that's, that's not good at all. Is that not good? That's not going to okay. work.
0: You didn't uh, You didn't hold back for Herbert? <laughs> I don't know.
1: And then there was some talk today that Miami might trade up they might to trade take up an t- offensive tackle.
0: That's all that. Also, they might trade up to take Tua, but they're not sure he'll be there at five. Yeah. <sighs>
1: I'm going to be incredibly disappointed if we come out of the first round and don't have a quarterback at I'm all. I'm just
0: saying you should do what I said. Tank another year and get Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, one of the two. I guess. That's what I would do. I just, You know what? We're just going to build, give them a couple more pieces, we'll get the worst quarterback we can possibly have, make sure sign Jameis Winston, 35 interceptions. Here's what I don't want to happen,
1: but what will probably end up happening. Is two is going to be on the board? Miami's not going to take him, mm-hmm. and then he's going to go somewhere and be the next Drew Brees or something—that undersized quarterback that just lights up, you know, lights up opposing defenses for years. Man, that's going to chap my rear end.
0: It, it could happen. It could happen. It's the Dolphins. They'll find a way to mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. All right, time to move forward from from guys going to the NFL draft to guys coming to college. Crutin, 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 All right, new commitment for MSU football. Thomas Davis, six foot two and a half, two hundred twenty three pound linebacker out of Lowndes High School in Valdosta, Georgia. Interesting prospect here because we got no ranking whatsoever, not from not from twenty four seven, not from anybody. So that's interesting. His offer sheet is not particularly impressive. Uh, his, his best offer other than MSU is probably Cincinnati. Well, I like Luke Fickle. I think he'd be a good judge of defensive character and de- defensive talent. But I don't know. But what I have heard from from some from some people whose names may or may not rhyme with Nobby Polk that he is a good fit. For what Zach Arnett likes to do defensively, so I guess I hate to be this guy who's you know I'm going to wait and see what they rank him to determine whether or not I think he's any good, but you know I want if he's a mid three start fine, you know that, that's about what what you expect, you know and not a huge deal. But if he's if he's like an eighty one, then I'm then I have to wonder a little bit. But that said, you know. State has done so well in the past and they've done well in Georgia through the years I mean Preston Smith was a two star nobody out of Georgia so was Nick Fitzgerald You know, so the, Georgia is so, really getting up there with like Florida and Texas in terms of just so talent rich that they, you got a lot of guys who slipped through the cracks maybe this is this is another one of them though if nothing else though Joel six-two and, and 225 pounds in high school the frame is there to, to do quite a bit with
1: yeah um, certainly seems like a guy that if you get him in a college weight room you can get him to where you want him to be um i'm with you though man it, it's interesting that this is the i mean he's the first right he's the first defensive guy of this class if i'm not mistaken you got two quarterbacks you got you got, you uh, got uh, an athlete
0: in yeah there. that's what i say Kadarius callaway is listed as an athlete and i think that the general consensus is he'll play defense okay. but he—but he is just listed as an athlete right now um So this is the first guy, at least that's listed as an
1: absolute defensive guy, right? But so somebody got had to see something there, and uh, I mean, I I know this is a new staff, but Mississippi State does have a track record of finding some diamonds in the rough here and there. I I don't want to say that this is absolutely diamond in the rough because, you know, I don't know much about the. Uh, until Mississippi State got a commitment from him the other day, never heard of him. Yeah, yeah did, didn't know anything about him. So I don't want to pretend like I'm any expert on on Thomas it's Davis. It's crazy but...
0: though to see a guy. I mean, I, now, granted, it's a little different this year because there haven't been any camps, and you haven't seen. I mean, they haven't had a chance to evaluate a lot of guys. But to have no rating whatsoever is odd. Not from anybody, not even rivals, not even not 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 ESPN. Nothing. There's there's no there's nothing there. That's I mean, it's, it's just difficult for me who hasn't ever seen him play. And doesn't really know what we're looking for, to you know, to make that that judgment. But we'll
1: kind of see. seems like a guy that somebody in that room, somebody in that coaching staff
0: had, to, had to be just really sold on. And maybe it was Arnett. Maybe you know, I mean, he's a linebacker, linebackers coach, defensive coordinator. You, you know, we'll see if if what we were told is correct about the fit. You know, down the road, obviously. But uh, with that state now up to six commitments on the year, uh, ranked a very preliminary 35th uh, nationally uh, at this time. All right. Time to move on in to the uh, the Greatest Bulldog Bracket, which is brought to you today by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Don't forget that they've still got a ton of those, uh, I don't know if it's a full cow or anything, but a lot of those, those T-bones and porterhouses. USDA Prime, perfect for grilling this weekend. Going to be great weather again. Uh, you definitely want to check that out. Give them a call today, 662-418-2021, or go online at facebook.com slash beef. Let them know what you want to order, and they will take care of it. For steaks, burgers, roasts, everything you need, everything that good from the cow, they will take care of you at Welcome Home Beef. It's going to be the best steak you've ever had. I promise you that. And do you know how I know that? Well, Joel T. will tell you. Because it just tastes good. Simple as that. All right, it is uh, Greatest Bulldog Bracket. Let's get the first four into the Sweet 16 here. Uh, no surprises, all chalk, one, two, three, four, all make it. Dak Prescott, 96% of the vote to Chad Bumpus. I, I have been informed that it was Chad, Chad's mama, and all of Chad's cousins. That's the only ones. That's the only votes he got. Maybe a sympathy vote from, like, Brandon Walker Brandon. or somebody. I'll vote for Chad. I used to do a show with him, The Slant, on Bulldog Sports Radio. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Fred Smoot. Pretty tight, 56-44 to over Eric Dampier. Uh, Tierra McCowan won pretty easily. I think I said that I thought it would be really, really close. It was not. Uh, Tierra McCowan, 65% of the vote to 35% for Ethan Small. And then Will Clark all over John Bond, 83% of the vote to 17% for the former Michigan quarterback. So the first four Bulldogs into the Sweet 16, Prescott, Smoot, McCowan, and Clark. Let's just go right across the way here to who will face this uh, bracket come uh final 4 or i guess in the national title game it should be that way national title game in the finals <laughs> let's do the uh let's do the the bailey, the chapel of memories bracket or region and that's uh with bailey Howell on top so bailey Howell, greatest msu basketball player of all time nba hall of famer multiple time sec and uh nba champion against chris jones now super bowl champion uh all-SEC defensive lineman, uh, beloved ambassador of this university, underwear spokesman, a lot going on for him. I think Bailey wins this, but I think there's going to be a lot of recency bias to get Chris a, a good percentage of the vote.
1: Yeah, I think Chris will get his share of the vote. 75-25, uh, something like that?
0: I think that sounds about right. Yeah.
1: Hey, to me, I mean, and you people are welcome to do what you want to do. What do you mean, you people? Uh, you people in the okay. Twitter sphere. But I, this is you got to push Bailey Howell forward here, I think. I, on resume alone, and I know this isn't all just resume, but was there's several people in here that, that may have should have advanced already that didn't, but on resume alone, you can make the case that Bailey Howell should win the thing. I mean, you, you can easily make that case. I don't think he will in the end. Um, whether well, that's because of recency or, or what have you. But he's a he's a guy that if he's still standing at the end, it's not going to surprise me.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, down in the 4-5 matchup, basketball versus women's basketball, Lawrence Roberts versus Morgan William. Uh, SEC Player of the Year Lawrence Roberts, All-American, SEC champion. Morgan William, a SEC champion herself. Uh, and as we have discussed before, the holder of the possibly the greatest moment in Mississippi State athletics history. I think that
1: moment carries her into the next round. Ooh, you think she takes down Lawrence Roberts? I do, I do because she is... Her frame, her small, itty-bitty frame, mm-hmm. that makes her beloved, just yeah. the fact that it's that. But, but also, because of what she did. I, I feel like that the love for Morgan Williams is so great, and the, the thought of that moment... For I don't, so many I don't people, is just so sweet to them that that that's going to get her past.
0: You remember in in the first round, I thought Montez Sweat might beat Lawrence Roberts, and he and Lawrence won pretty easily. He won fifty nine to forty one. I think he might have a little extra juice here. I think Lawrence Roberts will advance, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Uh, the three six matchup here: Timmy Bowers uh, is the sixth seed up against Jeff Simmons. We were just talking about the NFL draft coming up on the one year anniversary, or maybe just past. The one anniversary of him going into the first round of the Tennessee Titans. Again, Bowers and Roberts sort of obviously connected. Uh, part of that SEC championship team, Bowers, like, guy, um, a multiple time All SEC guy, just a beloved guy. Number fifteen, you know, crazy the the number fifteen that went in, the, in the number the players who have worn that in every sport. It's really something. Simmons, All American, uh, first round pick, dominant, dominant defensive player. Um, really, a another both of these guys are I would describe as beloved. You know, like, with Bailey Howell, everybody knows who he is, but is he beloved? No, it's because, you know... People, Maybe it's because it's it, a little bit longer ago. Yeah, but even like Lawrence Roberts, I wouldn't say he's beloved, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I think Simmons will win this one I do too. relatively easily. Me too. And then, could be interesting down here in the 2-7, Victoria Vivian's and Eric Moulds. Molds Man. just destroyed Stratton in the first round. Uh, I thought that might have been a little bit closer, but it wasn't. Victoria Vivians had the biggest uh had one of the biggest margins obviously, 97% of the vote here, but I could see this being really close. I can't tell because it's football. And Eric Molds is Basically Eric Molds for like two decades was the best bulldog in the NFL. Oh, I was going to say people about my age and older. Uh-huh.
1: So about my age? Yeah. Okay. About my age to your age? Yeah. Um the
0: 35 to 44 bracket <laughs> yeah. that everybody
1: loves. I think that that they're going to lean a little bit towards Eric Mould. Yeah. Um those of a younger generation may may lean a little more towards Victoria, but then again too, I mean, Victoria, like you've said many times, was kind of the the first little piece of that foundation that led to everything mm-hmm. for Vic Schaefer and that Mississippi State women's program. So I, this is one that I have zero problem with either one of them moving on. I mean, it, both of them would more than deserve to, to get to the next round. So Yeah, I
0: agree. I, I think Victoria wins, but I think it's going to be really, really close. I could be wrong on that, but I could see them like 55-45, something like that. You think? Maybe close? I could see a 55-45 either way. You, okay. Either way. But I, you I, think it'll be close?
1: You, we always talk about, you know... We're doing predictions for outcome game. This to me is a two outcome game. Mm-hmm. It's either going close one way or close the other. Yeah, I, I don't think it's either. Either nobody's blowing anybody out here. Right. I don't think
0: we will see. All right. So once again, here's your your round of thirty two matchups here in the Chapel of Memories: Bailey Howe versus Chris Jones, Morgan William versus Lawrence Roberts, Timmy Bowers versus Jess Simmons, Eric Molds versus Victoria Vivian. Voting will go all the way in through Sunday, and we'll start the uh, the next set of matchups on Sunday. And we'll wrap this one up. And we'll be so we'll be done with the second round uh, a week from today. Or I guess, no, we'll be finishing up a, a week from Sunday. And then we'll go into the Sweet 16. So, should be fun. All right, guys. Tomorrow's show. Who knows? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. Well, we'll see. We'll see if we can get something to happen for you. Uh, hope you guys have a great Thursday. We'll be back with you on Friday. For Joel T. Coleman, Ooh. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.